Awaken to hair growth. Awaken to hair growth because there is possibility to get your hair back. Awaken to hair growth because we're not told that we're able to conquer and overcome alopecia. Awaken to hair growth because I want to be a positive light and beacon for you because I've healed my alopecia and now I help others do the same. With different types of alopecia, men, women, children of all ages, of all races and ethnicities. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Alopecia Angel podcast. I'm your host, Johanna Dahlman. Yesterday, I got a massive haircut. I cut off maybe two, three inches off. And I will say that A, it was needed and B, it just, my hair feels so healthy and so vibrant. I owe it all to my girl, Morgan in Santa Monica, California, who is literally the only person who's cut my hair in the last 10, 15 years. And I'll say some of the mistakes that I've made is allowing others who don't know how to cut curly hair. She has a special technique and it's, it's changed my life. It really has because just like any service provider, right? You can be knowledgeable in one type of hair, you can be knowledgeable in, in or have experience, right? Knowledgeable is, you know, having read up on a certain topic, let's say on global warming. But the, the other thing is, is like actually working in the field and seeing it live and like really being deep in the, in the bush or right, or in the weeds, so to speak, right? It's very different to read something and then to also practice it on a daily basis. Very, very different. So this is where the questions come in because I'm very hesitant to go with providers who who don't know exactly what they're doing with my hair. And I've made this mistake many, many times. Um, and I had to cut off two, three inches because they totally fried my hair in Japan. I went with one lady to get my color done, not to get my hair cut, just my color. It was the one lady within the higher a hundred mile radius who was able to apparently show on Instagram and on her website that she could do blondes. Well, she can do blondes, but she doesn't know this type of blonde with this type of hair. She's used to, let's say the dark Asian hair that has a different texture that has a different lifting, right? This is what they call it in the industry. It lifts at a different rate than my hair. My hair lifts really quickly versus Asian hair where it takes longer to lift. So what happened? They fried it and I had to cut off two, three inches, but you know what? It's okay. It feels good. It feels really healthy. It's thick and I'm really happy. And for those of you who don't know, I've, I've actually, I'm really happy about this. I've actually accomplished to grow my hair more than an inch a month and it's been pretty consistent. So I know that my hair is going to grow back real quick in the next, you know, six months and it'll be long again, even though it's curly, even though, you know, the curls might shrink up and, and whatnot, depending on climate or, you know, humidity levels or what, whatever's going on. And it is possible, even though quote unquote, the average online, if you were to search, this is only like half an inch, but you can do more than that. You can always do more and you can always succeed that. And I'd love to go back to historical times. You know, the first person who was able to run a mile in less than four minutes happened sometime in the 60s. I read his book. I can't remember right now the, at the top of my head um, the name of, of this guy or um, or the name of the book, but he's actually from here, from California, from Torrance, California, actually. And they have a big memorial for him and they named, uh, you know, streets and stadiums and everything after him because he's so important. He also went um, and fought against the Japanese in the war and he did a lot of other great things. And even throughout this tumultuous life that he had, you know, he 
was always known for being such a track star and such, you know, a, a fast runner. But before he made and did that, before him, everyone said it was impossible. Everyone said, no, it's not possible. No human on earth can run a mile in less than four minutes. And he was able to attain it. And he was able to, you know, beat those records over and over and over again. And this is the type of mindset that you need in terms of healing alopecia. It really is. You can't just go by what others say. You have to be like, nope, I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to show them that it is possible. That's what I do. I show you that this is possible, not just for me, not just for, you know, my other clients, but for everybody, regardless of age, race, ethnicity, how old you are, how long you've had it, what type you have, like it's possible. I've seen it over and over again. And the only one you need to convince is you. The only one you need to prove this to is you. The only one who's going to do this for you is you. It's not me. It's you. I can give you the blueprint, but guess what? You are the one who has to run it. I can train you how to run that mile in less than four minutes, but you have to run it. I'm not running it for you. Does this make sense? I was telling somebody the other day that in order to really heal alopecia, you have to get into the weeds. You can't just read about it. You have to like implement, you have to be in the middle of it, you know? So just like if you were to read about how to swim, you're never going to learn or understand how to swim until you get into the water, until you get wet. And, you know, getting wet is a prerequisite to learning how to swim, right? You can't learn how to swim just by reading about it. You have to actually do it and, you know, do the strokes and, you know, test and, and do it physically, right? Anyone can learn how to swim. Even animals know how to swim, but you have to get wet for that to happen. So you have to be in the weeds and sometimes reading about it is not enough. So just like I could read about how to cut curly hair, it's not enough for me to do it, let's say on myself or on other people. I need the practice. I need the experience. I need to understand how to hold the scissors and how to like hold the hair and all these other things, right? It's so much more. So I hope that gives you a little insight into what's needed. But today's topic is actually specifically about when to shave your head, the vicious cycles, and also the quote unquote uncertainty with alopecia. Let's go ahead and just dive in. When to shave your head. I, I get this question a lot. I get emails about this a lot. And really it's a personal, it's a personal decision. If, if, and when you decide to shave your head, it's for you. It's, it's to relieve yourself, to relieve yourself of the stress, anxiety, anything else that you may be feeling. If you feel the need to do it, you can do it. If you feel the need to hold on to the hair, you can as well. I've seen it in both cases. I've also seen where the hair growth comes with both cases and the hair isn't, it doesn't harm or hinder the hair growth, right? For those of you who may be thinking, oh, well, does this, you know, set me back in one way or another? No, it doesn't. The shaving of the head is A, a preference. It's a personal choice. And it's also what makes you feel better. And it's not right or wrong. It really isn't. So if you want to shave your head, go for it. If you don't want to, and you want to hold on to the hair like I did, you can do that too. It's definitely possible to grow hair on both uh, scenarios and on both um, situations. It's not going to hinder the hair growth. Um, it's more of a mental health, emotional health reason as to why you would shave your head. Do I recommend it? Again, it's a personal choice. I'm not in your shoes. I personally never felt the need to shave my head. I never wanted to go that far. I wanted to heal this before I had to get to that point. This is why the sense of urgency comes in. This is why um, I'm actually starting to see more and more people being so, so proactive. I actually just spoke to a client yesterday. By week three, she started seeing hair growth. She's like 20 something years old. She's really young and um, in college. And, you know, she saw hair growth. She had two big patches and she found out, she self-diagnosed herself. She found out she had these bald spots by touching her hair in the back of her head. Like,
like in class, you know, just kind of like twiddling and just like playing with her hair. She found out and they started in the back of her head and she did my program. She didn't want to like mess around with this. She found my podcast. She binged it in week three, week four. She started seeing one full, you know, spot come in. And then the other one is started to, has already started to um, fill in the first spot, which is the biggest one is starting to fill in already, which is great because this way um, she's getting a head start. And on top of it, since she is so young, she's, you know, getting the information she needs so that this doesn't have to happen again, because you can put a stop to this. But let's go in and dive in a little bit about the uncertainty of alopecia. I see this here and there in forums. I see this here and there within the alopecia community. And I will say it kind of bothers me when people say there's an uncertainty factor to this. And there isn't. That's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. And this is why it's absolute nonsense, because those people have not been able to understand themselves. They have not been able to be self-aware enough. They haven't been able to understand and control their alopecia. So for example, I've healed my alopecia. I know exactly what my triggers are. I know what my blind spots are. And I know exactly what to do so that even after COVID, even after a pregnancy, even after a hundred moves, which I'm in the middle of a move right now, I still don't have hair loss because I know how to keep everything balanced and at bay, right? It's like juggling a bunch of apples, let's say. If you're juggling a bunch of apples, then you know exactly how to maneuver to keep juggling. And the thing is, it's like at a certain point, you don't actually have to juggle anything. You know exactly what those factors are. You know exactly how to maintain the levels high. It's almost like allowing your plants to die or not die. For any of you who garden, for any of you who have a plant, even if it's a cactus, you know exactly how much to water it. You know exactly how much light it needs, etc. And if not, then you're learning about it. But once you learn how to take care of that plant, then you're good to go. You're golden. And so once you learn how to take care of yourself, then you're good to go. You are golden. And this is why it's been more than eight years. And I'm just like really, you know, happy with my hair. I'm happy with, with life. I'm happy with the peace of mind that I have. Like, I don't think you guys understand the peace of mind of not having to deal with alopecia anymore is priceless. And so when someone tells you, oh, it's uncertain. Oh, there's so much uncertainty. This isn't the stock market. This is your health. We can control your health. Maybe we can't control the stock market. Maybe we can't control the weather. You know, here in California, it's been very unpredictable. <laughs> uh, lately, a lot, it's been a lot colder. I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt. I have a blanket over my, over my lap. You know, it's been a lot colder than the norm. I can't control outside of me, but I can control everything within me, outside and inside of me. Does that make sense? Once you have the control, once you actually understand, then you can move forward and you can say, okay, alopecia, no more, go to sleep. And that's exactly what I've done. And that's exactly what I teach inside the hair and heel program. So the fact that someone's telling you it, there's uncertainty to this, it's because that's been their experience because they haven't gotten ahead of it. That's the key. You have to get ahead of it. It's almost like most of us maybe are not car mechanics, um, especially me. I've owned a car since I was you know, 16 because you need a car in California always, right? So the thing is, is that just because I know how to drive doesn't mean I know how to fix my car, right? I don't know how to change the oil. I know how to put gasoline in it. I know how to see if the tires are, are low. I can see when the check light engine comes on, but I still don't know what to look for when the engine light comes on. I have no clue what to look for. This is why I have to go to the expert. I have to go to the mechanic so that they can see what the light is on for, what's going on, what other fluids are needed. And so they can run me a diagnostic. They can run me, you know, just a, an overview of what the health of my car is. Does that make sense? You know, this is very much very similar to that, where you are living your life.
life day to day, but potentially the check-like engine, which is your hair loss is coming up and you don't know how to fix it. So instead of going to the expert, you're, you're going to all these different remedies that don't work these quote unquote solutions that, which aren't solutions. And then now you come to me and this is where we run the diagnostics. This is where we run the check engine light. This is where we, we see, you know, how the fluids are, how everything's running to see where exactly you need a little help to ensure that the hair growth comes back to also ensure that you don't have any more problems, right? But as the car gets older, there's going to be obviously a little more maintenance, a little more TLC. And the funny thing is, it's like we take care of our cars and our homes better than we take care of ourselves and our bodies. I see this day in and day out. And it doesn't matter the education level. doesn't matter if you have a master's, a PhD, if you're in the health and wellness industry, if you are, you know, a college student, if you're a baby, it doesn't matter. We take care of our things more than we take care of ourselves. And I'm guilty of this. This is not to throw in shame or guilt to you. This is just to identify with you that I've been there myself. I've been there myself. I've given so much of myself to others. I've given my so much of myself to work to so many other things that it's led to the decrease of my health. And it's allowed me to have alopecia. Now at the time, of course, it was awful. But now looking back, it's so it's so inspiring because now I have the tools for success. Now, now I know it will never come back. Now I know exactly what to do. I know how to water my, my own self. I know how to take care of my own self so that this plant, this life of mine, this body, this hair, this health, this everything, this Johanna doesn't wither and die. So this is key and it will look different for everybody. So uncertainty, going back to this, there is no such thing as uncertainty in alopecia. And if you feel that this is uncertain for you, or you feel, if you identify with that, it's because you haven't learned what you need to learn. It means because you haven't taken control of your hair loss like I have and like I teach. So you can learn more, you can educate yourself, you can get to that next level. But this is just the same way as, you know, a preschooler saying, oh, I'm ready for college. No, you're not. You're not ready for college. You're still in preschool. You have a big gap of understanding before you get to that next level. And so in the same way, if you feel or if you hear someone say it's uncertain and you don't know when it's going to pop up, this isn't an earthquake. This isn't mother nature saying, hey, you know, an earthquake's coming, a tsunami is coming, a hurricane's coming. No, 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 no. We can control our hair loss. We can control our health. So don't, don't take into consideration the uncertainty because that's not a factor. It's not a factor. And this is the empowering part is that you have full control of yourself. Maybe not of the weather, maybe not of an earthquake, maybe not of the stock market, but you have full control of yourself. The next thing I wanted to address is the vicious cycles. And it kind of goes hand in hand with that uncertainty, but with vicious cycles and what I've seen in my clients is that let's say you have one spot today and it comes out out of nowhere, right? Out of nowhere, quote unquote. So let's say you have a spot today and it starts growing in automatically in the next couple of weeks. And then you're like, oh, okay, forget about it. I don't, I don't need to worry about this anymore. But then you see that maybe six months from now, maybe a year from now, maybe a couple of years from now, you get another spot and it's a little more aggressive. And maybe, okay, you decide to do um, a couple medical treatments, you know, the creams, the serums, whatever, minoxidil, et cetera. And it goes away. And then you're like, okay, I'm clear. And then that third time it comes again and it comes now more aggressive than the last time. What I've seen is a big pattern with the vicious cycles. What I've seen is that each time it comes back, it's more aggressive, more aggressive. And it's more aggressive. It's because we haven't learned our lesson from the first time. So for those of you who've just been recently diagnosed, or for those of you who have a diagnosis, you know, since you're a child, like you can heal and reverse this. But for those of you who are recently diagnosed, get to the root cause, like 
heal this now before it gets worse. Because just in my same situation, I was diagnosed and I read about what that possibility looked like. And at the same time, I didn't want to go bald. I didn't want to lose my lashes, my eyebrows, my everything. And yet I was already headed that way. For some of us, that hair loss journey can be very abrupt. It can be, you know, I've heard it from from, from moms and from, from parents about their children where they've lost all their hair in 48 hours, where they've lost all their hair and, and become alopecia universalis in two, three weeks. In one month, they've lost 90% of their hair. I even had a doctor who recently did my program and she lost 60% of her hair at the Aveda hair salon while she was getting it colored. Yesterday, when I was getting my hair cut, Morgan was telling me that she sees on and on and on and on. Everyone's complaint is about hair loss. Everyone's complaint is about hair loss. And the thing is, is that we have so much more control than we are allowed to believe. And granted, there is a lot of noise. There's a lot of noise from the supplements. There's a lot of noise from, let's say, the serums and the shampoos and the this and the that. And on top of it, there's a bunch of lawsuits surrounding all these different products right? And so this is where it it makes it really hard to navigate. But if you're here, you're in the right spot. If you're here, this is the only way to heal is naturally, holistically in a personalized way for you. So going back to going back to the vicious cycles, they don't have to happen. You can actually put a stop to that. So for those of you who are recently diagnosed, get ahead of this. And I've seen many, many people come into my program recently that we just closed a a couple weeks ago, come in, even if they have like a small little spot, they're coming in because they want to get ahead. And I love seeing this proactiveness because once you're proactive, once you have the keys to success, then you don't have to worry about it anymore. You really don't. And this is the most, you know, biggest takeaway. It's absolutely priceless. It's like, do you want to have to struggle? For the rest of your life, or do you want to really like be done with this? It's almost like having um, you know, a situation where where you can end this quickly. I'm trying to think of an analogy, nothing's coming up, but at the same time, it's like you can put an end to this. So if you've been one of those people who've had these vicious cycles, it's best to get ahead of it as soon as possible. Don't wait for another cycle to happen because it will be more aggressive next time. And next time it's never too late, but at the same time, it'll be more aggressive. And that just creates more angst, more anxiety more depression, you know, more pain and suffering. And if there was one thing I would love to take away from all of you, it's the pain, the suffering, the anxiety, the depression. And I know because I lived it. And I know because it's probably one of the hardest things to grapple with. It's one of the hardest things to to really have to deal with in every aspect of your life, whether it's work, school, you know, relationships, family, friends, etc. It really does penetrate every area of your life. I, I read it in emails on a daily basis, how many people just give up on life almost. And I can see why there is a high number of suicides. I can see why there is a high number of of situations because that that desperation for healing is is there, is eminent. But I'm here to tell you whether you go slow or whether you go fast, healing the natural way is the only way. Even if you just don't even take my program and you go, I don't know, on your own journey and you want to figure this out on yourself, on your own, that's okay too. But healing the natural way is the best way. And I will say, that after healing thousands and thousands of clients age ages from eight months to 75, like this is a proven method. So when you're ready, I got you. When you're ready, I'm here for you. But that's what I wanted to talk about in terms of the vicious cycles. They don't have to be there. You can put that away. The uncertainty doesn't exist. There is certainty once you have the knowledge, the education, and the capacity to understand yourself on a deeper level. And when it comes to shaving your head, that's a personal choice that I 
thoroughly support you in and thoroughly, um, you know, accept, of course, accept, but support you hundred percent, whether you want to, or don't want to, whether you want to do it before the program, after the program, mid program today, tomorrow, whatever makes you feel better, whatever gives you a little bit more of peace, whatever gives you a little bit more of, yeah, of peace. I will say peace is priceless. And even going through the alopecia, like looking back the mental peace, the peace of mind, the it's done. It's almost like having, you know, everything done, everything in order, whether that's your inbox, whether that's, you know, bills to be paid, whether that's, you know, the taxes, whether that's, you know, any projects that you're working on, just a sigh of relief. It's done. It's done. And it's, it's done. And that's the beautiful thing. This is not like another disease where it can come back, you know, let's say like cancer. And I'm sure if you don't put into practice what I'm teaching you, anything can happen, right? But if you put into practice what I teach you in the program, it won't come back. So that's the key. I can teach you how to run that mile in under four minutes, but you have to run it. And I hope you understand that analogy because I can't do the work for you. You've got to do the work. We're all on our own journey. We all have, you know, the effort that we need to put in and it's, and it's an investment in ourselves. It's an investment in my health and my hair, but it's also that peace of mind. I mean, do you think I've, you know, that I'm dealing with depression or anxiety or, or any of these other feelings or emotional health issues since? No, I haven't. I haven't. Am I like the Johanna before alopecia? I'm better. I'm a better version of Johanna before alopecia. And that's even with, you know, the full hair, my hair is better. My mental health is so much better. My emotional health is so much more balanced. My physical health, so much better. Spiritual health, so much better. Everything is better because of alopecia. And sometimes you have to hit rock bottom to really be able to recreate you to restructure and build that new stronger foundation. I was actually talking to a client the other day about how many times we we take we have our own structures, right? I was giving the example of the three little pigs and how, you know, one house was made of hay, one house was made of brick and the other house was made of I don't know, straw. Hay, straw, same thing. But anyways, it was those two comparisons where a lot of times we are taking care of ourselves as the house made of hay when we need to build a stronger foundation like the one of brick, right? Because if something were to come up to us, then the, the the straw house, the hay house would just collapse and succumb to any disease. And this is why many times my clients have not just alopecia, but they also have other two, three autoimmune diseases. They also have, you know, even if they don't have autoimmune diseases, they have other symptoms. They have joint pains and aches and migraines, and they have just a whole host of symptoms of going on. It's not just hair loss. It's so much more. Hair loss is the tipping point. Hair loss is what's making you do something about your health, but really you've been living in angst and not a hundred percent with your body for the longest time. You really have, but it's only now because on a physical appearance level, you can't, you don't want to, you know, see yourself go bald. You don't want to see yourself with the hair loss and it's driving you nuts. Right. But if, if I start looking at those intake farms, I start to see a lot, you know, things that have been happening and probably you've been dealing with and just kind of like, Oh, it's okay. Oh, it's okay. And you just keep going. But that's where we succumb like the house of hay, you know, with a big gust of wind and it just topples us over. But when you build a stronger foundation, like the house that's made from brick, nothing can just come out and topple you. Nothing can force you to succumb to another disease. And so this is what we're doing. We're building a foundation of strong brick and strong bones because this is what we need. We need a strong foundation so that you can thrive, so that nothing can penetrate your house, so that nothing can bother you, so that nothing can force you to create any more imbalances, any more disease, any more situations in life. Just the opposite. We're up-leveling 
leading you to the next step. I hope this has helped. I look forward to your questions and comments and feedback. Please rate and review our Alopecia Angel podcast. This way we can get to more people and reach others in other parts of the world. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Alopecia Angel podcast, a positive light in healing alopecia. You can do this and we can help. Spread the word that reversing alopecia is possible by telling your friends and family. 